Hey kings and queens, welcome back to another episode of Tortured Souls. Welcome to 2023. It is February, mid-February, so it has been a minute since I've posted and a lot has happened since I have chatted with you guys last. I'll give a quick run through just so that we can all be caught up together and then I'll start the episode because I think today I just wanted to talk about self-love and also just kind of love I think in general because of all the different forms of love platonic um, romantic even like when it comes to like business casual like love love of colors love of hobbies just all different forms of love I think it fits perfectly as Valentine's Day is coming up I will be a single queen this Valentine's Day 2023 came about and then I turned 23 and for my birthday, I just took myself kind of on a little solo date. I got Jordans because it's the start of my Jordan year as I'm turning 23. So it's overall just my year. So I'm excited for this year and it has turned out to already be my year, even though it's only been like six weeks. I randomly found out one afternoon that I was going to be leaving to Japan within the next three days. And so my mom and I took a 12 day trip to Japan. We went to three different cities went to Tokyo, Yokohama, and Kyoto, and it was so beautiful, so peaceful. I love it there. The culture there, like, they actually have culture, as opposed to, like, America, where we have, like, no culture. Every time I leave this country, I'm reminded why this country is not as great as it is meant to seem. I feel like we live in this such, like, media bubble. I could go on about this for so long, but it just feels like a different vibe when you are in America as opposed to when you are in different countries. Like, I feel like the vibe is just more peaceful. Everyone is just more serene and tranquil. I don't know, but especially in Japan, where that's kind of what their... I'm not going to say culture because I'm, I'm not educated enough to speak on that if it's their culture, but it's definitely a big value of theirs to have peace and harmony and tranquility within their, their being and their day-to-day. And so... It's a, just a clean, technologically advanced country, and I really enjoyed it. It was a little difficult jumping right out of eating disorder treatment and going into another culture and way of eating. It made it very difficult. Um, it was definitely a challenge to keep up with my meal plan while I was in Japan and I was concerned at first that I wasn't going to be able to handle this recovery thing and that maybe it would be best for me to go back to the UCSD program to finish up my treatment and the more I kept thinking about that the more it made me upset because I was just like I cannot think about going back to those girls one girl in particular who at the, at the first week of January just decided to make my life even more of a living hell and I found out a lot of a lot of things that were said and rumors that were spread around about me the day before I left. So I was just like, I just couldn't even think about coming back for that reason because it just seemed like that was what was making my life so miserable. And turns out it was because when I came back to America, I have just been going back into work and getting back into like whatever new the new normal is of life. I feel so much better mentally. Mentally, I don't feel like... I want to die anymore. I don't feel so depressed. I think there was just so many external things that were happening. Um, Around Christmas, there was some stuff happening with my exes, them just being super whack, like 
there was just a lot that was happening and external factors and I feel like once I left for Japan and then came back like all those external factors were just like pushed off my shoulders and I felt like I finally could breathe again and I feel like getting back to work like work to me is like such a passion of mine like it is I don't know not that I don't know who I am without work because I feel like that's something that I'm working on is trying to not have my my work be like who I am or the only thing that I do or that if I don't show up as a certain way or present myself a certain way that I'm not good or not going to be perceived in a good light because I think that that has like contributed to a lot of my anxiety and perfectionism and intrusive thoughts and I think like work just brings me so much joy um I think it helps that I'm doing something that I love and that like I actually enjoy and doesn't always feel like work because otherwise I think maybe I would be dreading it and would be in this like sad space again but I I love work and so being able to get back to it and get back in my creative space not have any hindrance or schedule conflicts or or mental blocks I feel like has been so nice and great to just feel like myself again because I feel like that's another thing that I've just noticed in this time of being away from from this program is like the little ways in which I've started to love myself and it's just in like slight little things like instead of me berating myself when I make a mistake it'll be like oh well that was meant to happen or whatever like just these slight little reframes of mindsets that have altered like the way that I go about and and approaching myself and the relationship with myself I have pretty much stayed on track with my meal plan since being back from Japan I think that going I still have these feelings of like if I go over just slightly over my meal plan I'm like binging and I'm like gonna gain like so much weight and I'm still having to remind myself like okay that's not true that's just an anxiety like you're not gonna gain a bunch of weight just because you eat another handful of pretzels like the world's not gonna end like relax and so I'm just having to like remind myself of that keep trying to allow myself to try different foods, not be stuck within the same foods like over and over and over again in this cycle, actively working and being willing to try this recovery thing and give it a shot. Life is going pretty well. I feel like internally I'm doing pretty great. And I think another reason why all of this has come about as to why I feel so much better about myself is realizing the different forms of love that I have in my life. Not just when it comes to me and my own self-love that I give to myself, but just feeling like before, like I was never really loved, like I didn't have, like not a lot of people loved me or whatever. And now just finally like opening my eyes up to really receiving that because that's not true. All along, there's been people that have loved me and have and still do love me and I think like when I was such in this like space of I don't deserve love there's certain parts of me that are so gross or who have done like horrible things or whatever like doesn't deserve love and I saw this quote the other day on an Instagram reel that was talking about like healing is allowing all versions of yourself to be loved it is not this like becoming this perfect version of ourselves and it really altered my mindset and my perspective when it comes to healing because I have found myself trying to strive to be this person that I think would be my highest self staying in the present moment would mean that 
your every version of who you are in this current moment is deserving of love and not that once I get to a certain place then I am deserving of love once I get to letting go of certain habits or building other habits in my life I am now worthy of love or I am at some place of being healed when in this present moment just all versions of you are worthy of love the versions of you that you know maybe spill food all over you while you're eating and like some people think that that's like super messy and gross and it's like to some people it is and then to some people like it isn't and then also at the same time to both parties of those situations you're still deserving of love just because you're a messy eater or because whatever some little insecurity of yours would be that would make you feel like you're not worthy of love or that 14 year old version of me that was super fucking crazy and did some whack out shit honestly like I think if I were to just sit here and shame myself for that version of me that wouldn't benefit me in any way because one I can't go backwards I can't go in the past and I can't change it and so it would just be fighting this this cycle and it's creating this sense of insanity because it's never going to be changed. The only thing that I can change right now is how I feel about that person that I once was. That is literally the only thing. That person cannot go back and not swallow a thumbtack, not take a bunch of ibuprofen so that they don't have to start high school. Like that is not something I can do, but I can go about, you know, okay, you know what? She was in a really rough place. Starting high school was really scary for her, especially that specific high school. And so I can understand looking back as to why she would feel the way she would need to to take a bunch of ibuprofen that's not going to do anything to her, but now get her sent to the psych ward. I feel like that is how you really love yourself is by saying that these parts of you that are so hard to believe to yourself that someone can love you are worthy of love. I think another thing that I've really been trying to focus on as I've been single is the platonic loves that are around me. How beautiful it is to be loved by your friends because you guys just get together purely out of connection just to have fun. While I was in Japan, I was looking for different gifts and souvenirs to bring back to some of my friends. And I had like a pretty set list of like people that I was like looking for and certain people that I was like getting specific gifts for or keeping an eye out for certain animes that they really liked or whatever. I think that I just realized how much I just really love my friends while I was in Japan while doing all that because I had not a lot of money while I was in Japan, but I was able to find the best, cutest little gifts for my friends. And I created these little packages where it was probably, there's like four people, I would say, that I did like bigger little care packages for. And one of them was like all her favorite anime stuff, like just like tried to find the most rare and random like anime things. Like I get all my friends lighters from wherever I go. And so I got her one and it came with like free engraving. And so I got her name on it. And then my other friends, I found these like little vending machine type things that were like cigarettes. And I knew he would like that. And he just got a new truck. So I got him um, this car freshener that had like stars on it because he has this affinity for stars. And he likes to go gambling and angel numbers are a thing that he'll text me about. And so I got him the sticker that says 777 on it. 
um, one of my other friends, she wanted postcards and there was this cup of noodles postcard that was like reflective and like did this cool thing. So I got her that and then she's in the film world and I ended up getting this like cinematic mini little figurine of like popcorn and um, soda and I was able to give that to her and it's came and I got this sticker that said keep creating and so it was just like very like meaningful like little things and for my best friend her gift hasn't arrived yet and this podcast will come out before her gift arrives and so I don't want to spoil some of the things that I got for her because I think she should open her gift first but I just got some like really meaningful random little things for them and it just brought me so much joy like every time I saw something I was like oh my god Mel would love this oh my god Kylie would love this oh my god this is perfect for Erica and just like going around and like doing all these like different little things it just brought me so much joy and it just made me feel so much closer to my friends which is so weird it's like I was picking out gifts for them but it made me feel like so much connect like more connected to them and coming back to America and being able to give them those gifts and seeing how the little little things that I was kind of like whatever I'm just gonna throw it in there because it reminds me of them were like some of the things that they loved the most like Erica really loved the little popcorn thing he loved the little cigarette vending machine like the little things that that people overlook I think were the things that they loved the best because I think because it was so meaningful to them specifically and I think that that was what made it so meaningful to me I guess you know being away from my dog is always hard and makes me sad and so then coming back he's like becomes all attached to me and wants to stay with me all the time and that brings out that sense of love and just thinking about my dog like every time I look at him I'm just like you are the cutest little thing that has ever existed in this entire planet like nothing can be cuter than you like you are the most adorable little dog that has ever existed like that is how I look at my dog and that is what I think about when I see him and that is like such like this it's like I can't I don't even know what the word is like because obviously it's love but then like there's not a platonic or what is it like doggy love the love you share between your dog or your pet or whatever I don't know but that in itself you're surrounded by that love and then one of my other cats has like recently started liking me more all of a sudden and now wants to me to pet him all the time and so it's just like all these little things that like love really is all around and how like my favorite color is blue or yellow but when it comes to like furniture or whatever I really like the simplistic like whites grays or whatever and it's like in my room you can see the love I have for grays and whites you can see the love I have for blues and yellows and I think that that's such a beautiful thing when it comes to food and like right now I really love peanut butter pretzels and I think like it's so it's just such like a minor small thing to think about but the love like someone has for like peanut butter pretzels or the love for ice cream and the different oh I tried this like new ice cream last night and it was so amazing it was like the Jenny's ice cream gooey butter cake fire and I had it with the peanut butter pretzels and so it was like the sweet and salty it was so good but I feel like thinking about all these little things in combination together is what's making life feel so good recently is that I love candles and so my room smells amazing because there's candles everywhere like I love my dog and so he's always following me and chasing me everywhere and he loves me and that's why he follows me and chases me everywhere as well 
I love my friends and so we can go out and hang out we both love to go out and dance and go to the club so now all of a sudden we're all we're both on our walks to the club and we're gonna hang out and we're gonna go and do this and we both love music and so we're gonna both go and listen to this DJ together like these are just things that have made me start to appreciate life more it's just the subtle things or like my mom's going out of town and so me and her are gonna go and get our nails done together I think it was I think the reason that this in itself has made me feel so much better is because I felt so alone before and then with a lot of the external factors that were happening making me feel even more alone and even more isolated I think focusing on the on love how is what has changed that feeling of loneliness and it's been like wow I am surrounded by things that I love maybe they're not necessarily people maybe they're not a boyfriend or you know a girlfriend or whatever but I'm surrounded by the colors I love in my room I'm surrounded by the clothes that I love the symbols that I love the lights I love lights and so having lights that automatically turn on at sunset like these are little things that I have. I have my dog that I love, I have my parents, I have my friends. And then when it comes to me and how I've been trying to love myself more is mainly giving myself more compassion because I've noticed for me when a big thing of like self-hate for me is berating myself and basically telling myself I'm a failure and a piece of shit and that no one likes me. And so those are the ways that I hate on myself. And so loving myself has turned into words of affirmation, words of encouragement, allowing myself to make mistakes and being like, okay, well, you learned from that mistake. So what can you do next time to be different? It doesn't mean that you're this horrible person because you made a mistake. It just means that you're growing, you're learning. And now that you've made the mistake, your next step is what defines your character. It's not that you made the mistake, it's how can I learn from this mistake or how am I gonna continue making these mistakes over and over again is what defines who you are as a person. And so I really am just trying to give myself compassion, be kind to myself, because those are the ways in which I am not kind to myself. And I think finding that compassion for myself has created this balance within my life that I've been missing. And I feel like honestly the key to finding balance is loving yourself because I've noticed the more that I love myself the more balanced my life gets the more that I love myself the more I will stop to eat during work times or will stop working so that I can rest and take some time outside or take some time to paint because I've just been wanting to let go of some creative energy but I don't want to do it when it comes to a work setting I think that these are just little ways that I've allowed love into my life but also at the same time have allowed this balance to come forth as well is by choosing rest at times when I previously would have chosen to work and that in itself is creating that balance because realizing that I deserve to rest just as much as I deserve to work it should be equal if not more rest than work because we're here in this world not to work we're here to explore and to play and to create and the thing about my work is that part of it is what I do love to do as an art form and I do love to create through it and so sometimes it is hard to separate the two and that's why I like to have a separate space and a separate art form that is just about pure expression and not have anything to do with work and that's why I like to paint or draw purely 
as a hobby because I need to be able to have art that isn't about work sometimes. And so allowing myself to do that more often as opposed to just being like, okay, I want to create right now. I can go and do work or I can go and just paint for fun and allowing myself to choose the painting for fun more often than choosing the work so that I can create that balance. And it's still the same thing. It's still creating art. It's just having two different meanings behind it because I don't have to constantly be working in order for my worth to be like proven to the world. And so I think like overall just allowing love to flow through me and through all the different parts of my life and just leaving it open to that has made life feel so much less uptight and less uh, like lonely. Just knowing that I'm surrounded by the things that I love at all times in my room, especially because my room is curated for me. I curated it for myself, for my interests, for what excites and brings me the most calm and like peace and so when you really sit down and think about it the majority of us are always surrounded by the things that we love i think society places this huge value on love when it only comes to like as a person or with people as opposed to the connections that we have with nature or with our pets or with our favorite colors, our favorite foods, our favorite animals, our favorite hobbies, favorite TV shows, literally anything. I think that there's love within all those different forms. And love is one of the biggest like healers that exist. And so when you find love in the daily little things, like the way in which you make your coffee or the way your coffee tastes, life just overall starts to feel better because it's coming from a place of love and you're living through love with love as opposed to living from this place of lack or like scarcity because or even just fear like this fear of how people are going to perceive me as opposed to this like joy and excitement of how is this going to make someone love me in a humble way not in a like narcissistic how can I get people to love me but just in like how am I going to connect with other people through the same interests that we have. That's going to be the end of this podcast. And I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Japan was amazing. If you ever get the opportunity to go to Japan, take it, go. It was insane. I really loved Yokohama, honestly, the best. I was not expecting that, but I really did. And I think I would have liked Kyoto a little bit better if it wasn't snowing. Anyway, let love into your life. It sounds like the most like hippie Santa Cruz stoner like statement to say, but it's like so true. Just let love in. I will talk to you in the next podcast. And in the meantime, stay cool. Be you. Peace.